Welcome to the Smart Industry Podcast, Remaking Industry, where we dive deep into the tools, techniques, and technologies that are accelerating digital transformation. All right. Thanks for joining us on the Remaking Industry Podcast today. My name is Chris McNamara, Editor-in-Chief with Smart Industry. We're thrilled to have you join us here today. We're looking at MQTT, um, Machine-to-Machine Network Protocol that is evolving alongside um, the changes with all of our digital transformations. Today, we are chatting with Xavier Misrobian, uh, who is Vice President of Sales and Marketing with Skynet, reaching him in Canada. Xavier, hello, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Chris. Um, what a great day. Actually, what a great summer it's been for me. Yeah, yeah. likewise here in Chicagoland. Um, before we get started, tell us a little bit about what and who Skynet is and your role there. Okay, so Skynet is a global leader in real-time middleware products that allow companies to securely acquire, monitor, control, visualize, network, and consolidate live process data in plant or over insecure networks. Now, I am the VP of Sales and Marketing um, here at Skynet, so you know I like to refer to it as really the buck stops here, but um, I work with all of our industry partners, I work with all of our distributors, I work with you know our large end customers. Um, to help solve their, if you will, their needs in terms of automation control. And okay. with me, I have a team below me that helps answer the questions that I can. How's that? Excellent. Very good. And let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us about a hobby of yours. What is a passion that you have outside of work? Skiing. <laughs> nice. The, skiing is a passion for me. And the truth is, is that I have a son who's in Nelson, British Columbia, and I'm jealous every day during the winter. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, let's dive into it. Um, let's let's start the discussion. Um, MQTT, what does it mean to you? So MQTT for me personally is a, a great opportunity. Um, it is uh, a protocol that's not new, but it's the old new for industrial automation. And it, it's going to open up a lot of doors to a lot of systems integrators and there's going to be a lot of software and services going to be wrapped around MQTT. So for me, it's a great opportunity. What do you mean by the old new? Well, MQTT has been around for quite some time. It's not a new protocol. Um, it was. Uh, it's been around for many, many years. It's just all of a sudden become the new protocol to use, or the new messaging transport to use, if you will. And and why why is that? Why is it so popular? Why is it getting so much attention in the industrial space? So, you know, MQTT, which is, you know, message queue telemetry transport, if you can remember those terms, is a published subscribe messaging protocol that was originally created for resource constrained devices over low bandwidth networks. It's being actively promoted as an IoT protocol because it's really a small footprint. It's reasonably simple to use. It's battery friendly, and it features a push architecture. So MQTT allows, um, works by allowing data sources like hardware devices to connect to the server called a broker and publish their data to it. So any device or any program that wants to receive that data would publish or subscribe, I should say, to that channel or the topic. And so 
the real benefit of MQTT is that push architecture, which is inherently more secure because it avoids the client server architecture that we see with you know, Modbus or OPC. It allows devices to make outbound connections without opening any inbound firewall ports. And by using that central broker, it's also possible to establish a many-to-many -many connections, allowing multiple, multiple devices to connect to multiple clients. So to put it in context, if I'm monitoring these remote tanks out in the field, using MQTT is ideal as the, for the edge device because it never exposes the edge mm -hmm. to an attack. So that's why it's really gaining a lot of space because with cybersecurity, you know, being a top issue now, people are moving to finding ways to keep those ports closed. Okay, um, and and tell me about uh, you know as as edge devices um, become more connected, as we uh, perform more um, computing at the edge, as connectivity you know snowballs year over year. How are the applications of MQTT in that evolving space changing? Um, and how is the value increasing? So, you know, in the early implementations of, you know, if 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 I look at at the early implementations of MQTT, yeah, it's 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 always been about um, really remote monitoring, like just getting the data right, connecting that data. But today we're doing much more processing at the edge, and and you can see that in terms of its in terms of the implementation. And so the value that we're getting is um, significantly more. So let me try to see if I could put it in perspective. It, you know, when I turn around and I take MQTT and I, I publish it to AWS or Google or Microsoft or some other broker, um, I'm able to run analytics, deep learning models, predictive maintenance models. Um, but as we're changing, we're now seeing MQTT, people are looking at MQTT more from not just remote monitoring, but also control. So the value is starting to change. And as we start talking about control, we need to have edge processing. And that's where you know we'll have edge processing, but then we still want to get that data across the pipe. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're, we're just talking about the benefits there. Um, Emerging obstacles, um, you know, what what challenges exist with MQTT and this enhanced capacity? Are, are clients that you encounter, are they aware of these challenges and these vulnerabilities? And what's the solution to overcome that or to educate about how to prevent that? Mm, so <laughs> there are lots of obstacles um, that exist with MQTT. There's a lot of challenges. Uh, but to understand the obstacles, uh, the obstacles, you kind of need to remember that MQTT is not really a protocol. It's a message transport. Mm -hmm. So each message that is sent by MQTT could technically be in any format. Um, since there's no defined protocol in MQTT, can have an, you can have an interoperability issue when you're dealing with multiple devices. Now, as an example, you know we have one out there, which is interoperable, which is MQTT Spark Plug B. But that's not the bulk of our devices. They're MQTT JSON format, but we also can have many types of JSON formats. So the job of the broker is not to read the message, but to relay 
it to other clients. So the broker is essentially dumb in a traditional MQTT environment. So it can't intelligently route or guarantee message order. One of the other main obstacles is MQTT, um, there's a unique relationship between the client and the broker, which is one-to-one. -one. So if I have a client that's publishing and another one that's subscribing, the subscriber has no idea of the connection status of the publisher. It as it only manages its own connection and not the connection of the chain. So that creates a problem when you're trying to daisy chain brokers or deal with quality of service. Um, so in terms of the obstacles and the challenges, one has to educate themselves on all the pieces of it. Um, and that's where, when we start extending beyond this concept of monitoring and we add control, then we start saying, okay, now we have got we may have a problem because if the messages aren't coming in order, how do I diagnose that problem? Mm -hmm. Because the broker isn't telling me they're out of order. It's the timestamp that's telling them they're out of order. So how do I solve that problem? You know, in MQTT Spark Plug B, there are, you know, although it defines an interoperability and a connection aware, um, there are also some issues like, you know, you know the broker can't route based on the content in the message. It's just relaying the message. It doesn't maintain the order. It, it can't restrict topic access, make things read only. So mm -hmm. that's a, that becomes a challenge. If you say, okay, well, I never want you to read it, to write to that device. I can't do it with MQTT, right? And so we have to be aware of them and we have to educate ourselves so that we develop an application that doesn't you know get affected by some of those interoperability or connection issues okay um talking to me get get personal here um solutions coming out of skynet how do they address those limitations with mqtp how do they complement um that approach so <sighs> data hub resolves um, you know data hub was designed to resolve the inconsistencies within mqtt um so we're not a broker uh, you know, and when people say to me, are you an MQTT broker? We're a smart broker. Um, we are, you know, Data Hub is um, data aware. So it is aware of what's happening in the system. Mm -hmm. um, so the Data Hub smart broker um, is aware. It's connection aware. It can intelligently route and secure data to connecting clients, regardless of the package type, whether it's JSON, JSON schema, Spark Plug B, or any combination of connecting clients. So each client knows the status, the connection status, the data is delivered in order. You can restrict the topic access. You can mark the data as read-only, and it's integrated with other protocols like OPC and Modbus. Data Hub solves that edge case that a standard broker will not. And so, but more importantly, because we're integrated with the other protocols, now we can develop solutions or our clients can develop solutions that bridge OPC and Modbus to MQTT, bring in databases, and now they have a homogeneous solution that solves what they require. Okay. You're kind of leading into a bigger picture question I have for you, too, and this is kind of nebulous, and I want you to kind of answer it uh, from your unique perspective. Um, is MQTT the answer for IIoT? Is MQTT a, a key that unlocks 
true capabilities with industrial Internet of Things approaches? Um, to, to, you know, to, in a simple word, um, MQTT has to be in your toolbox for IoT. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, but is it the be all of end all for IoT? I don't believe so. I believe that in order to have um, a be all of end all, you're actually going to be using multiple protocols um, based on the use cases or based on you know the the actual application requirements. As an example, uh, when I'm dealing with leak detection systems, um, to do a leak detection system, criticality is important. Is MQTT right in that space? No. But is MQTT right to do the diagnostic capturing of the sensor? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it has its place, um, but it's not going to be everywhere. And if, if a systems integrator doesn't have MQTT or understand the limitations of MQTT or the benefits, then they're really losing out because they really, it, it has a it has a perfect place in the future in terms of its initiatives. But at the end of the day, MQTT clients are just one part of the puzzle. The broker is actually the critical component to make the glue work. And okay. That's where you need to make sure that you have the right broker in your implementation. And so coming back to your previous questions, we have clients that use MQTT. They use MQTT to collect devices from the field. They bring it into a broker. And then from that broker, they're talking OPC UA to their SCADA systems because mm -hmm. that's what they're looking for. Um, and it gives them that criticality. And then we have other situations where a client will use MQTT within their network, but then they want to bridge that data from OT into IT. So MQTT doesn't daisy chain very well. So they use Data Hub's mirror capabilities to get through that DMZ, keeping the firewall ports closed, and then they deliver it up to the Azure or wherever right. they want to bring that data to. So yes, in your toolbox, MQTT, absolutely. Be all, end all? No. Okay. Last question for you here, big picture. Um, what most excites you about the near future of MQTT, or even in a bigger sense, smart initiatives in general? What uh, What do you see coming down the road that's very exciting to you? Uh, so we're seeing a lot of initiatives come out. Um, and, you know, with respect to MQTT and MQTT Spark Plug B, it's a wave. Um, you're riding the wave or you're letting the wave hit you. Um, it is growing. It's getting much more support from the automation providers. And, you know, we can name them all, but we won't. Um, we can see that the uh, device manufacturers have all jumped in. In the next few years, we're going to see more applications using MQTT than we've ever seen. And because it's such a low cost solution, we're going to start seeing sensors and big data analytics that you know, in areas that we've never thought were possible. Um, and so, you know, from our perspective, um, you know, we see it as a great opportunity for me personally, I am loving the applications that we're getting involved in. Um, they're just so cool. People are doing stuff that they, you know, you couldn't dream of doing 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I assume too, you know, there are, 
smaller applications, more unique applications, more more um, diversified and more extreme environments applications. Correct. Right, and and it's you know industrial automation always was about the big players. You know everybody knew Ford, General Motors, Chrysler. Everybody has automation. Right. It's becoming um, democratized, right? And right, and now all of a sudden we're able to go with MQTT and you know using cloud services. Like you know, recently, we launched out a service in in Azure, um, and you know you could run you know remotely monitor and control five locations for under three hundred dollars a month. Yeah using MQTT. And, yeah. and that's the point. You're now going so far down market that, you know, the applications have become commoditized. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Very cool. Xavier Misrobian with Skynet. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Very interesting stuff. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate the time. I, I hope the readers enjoy the conversation and, you know, feel free to reach out to us at Skynet. Um, we're happy to work with everybody. Awesome. Uh, to our listeners, we uh, thank you for joining us. And as always, we encourage you to go out and make it a smart day.